by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code, with your host, <laughs> Charles Rose. Did I say that? Yeah. Harry Mullen. this thing about the, the, the real person, and we go, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush, TV crush worthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions, live on the Beverly Hills 90210 Show. Oh, yeah. Okay, Larry Mullen is here with us. Larry, it's been some time. It's been a couple of weeks since we've all... I can't remember. I don't remember. I I feel older, I know that. But uh, Diane looks younger. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Just all the stress of the world. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was a st- season seven was a stressful season okay oh yes uh, executive producership you know steve and jess had divorced and yeah. uh that was really settling itself down it was like a hand grenade for me and i brought in phil sabbath and uh you know Larry, had, we've I, never really talked about that because you know it, it was a touchy topic you know what i mean but looking back on that now and it was a big deal that happened when when jessica and steve we're divorcing, right? Well, they know we're longer a, we're a creative entity. They could not even be in the same room together. It was very volatile. Um, you know, it's just the way it is. I mean, people's lives get in the way sometimes. You can't really blame it. So there's no, you know, fault in looking back on it now. And both of them have passed. It's so sad. Uh, but yeah, it was a difficult time because we couldn't function like we normally did. And we have our 32 episode order. So I had to kind of really put it in high gear and basically just, you know, kind of put it on my back and just do what I could and, and trust you know, people on the other side of the hill, like Paul, who also was getting sick at that point, too. So I lost the community, you know, I lost the the actors because he was my, he was the actor's advocate. I mean, he was our, the producers, you know, with the actors, he was their, you know, father confessor. All they could do was, you know, you know, and again, it was a very tough time because it was going to be the end of college. And what does that mean? Does that mean the show goes on? Do they have to renegotiate their deals? Who's leaving? Who's coming? Uh, you know, and, you know, Diane and I, I mean, we couldn't really think about this. We got 32 episodes to do here, including, we just got to cast these things. And, you know, I was looking over the, the things we cast this in this season. It's just phenomenal. Some of the characters and some of the actors we had, we were so lucky. Yeah. So I don't want to belabor that or the politics of it. But yeah, it was a tough season. But I kind of looking at it now, Diane, we've seen a lot of it uh, and it really holds up pretty well. There's some, you know, I mean, obviously there's a couple of clinkers here and there, but for the most part, there's some really wonderful stuff and which continued the legacy in, in a real honest, authentic 90210 way that the fans really appreciated. There's this thing about 90210, right? That there's the show is dramatic and there's all this stuff happening. But what was happening behind the scenes with the writers was now almost as dramatic as the on-screen stuff. Is that fa- a fair statement? For me, it was certainly on my end of the building because, you know, I didn't have Chuck anymore. I didn't have Chip anymore. Uh, and, and Steve and Jess just, they, you know. How did you learn to adapt to that? You know what I mean? I like did it all myself. I just. <laughs> but did you have time you know, when you would I, work uh, with Steve and then you'd work with Jess I worked, separately? I worked with Steve. I never worked with Jess after that at, at all. In fact, you know, there was really very little work that after the beginning of that season that Jess did. It was just, it was just too difficult. Was um, Jess someone still in the in the casting process with uh, you, Diane? 
Yes, I would. I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, look. But seven was also a little difficult in the casting office as well. Okay, so what was going on in your department in your world? What was happening there? In my world. Yeah. It was all the changes that Larry has mentioned. They so, especially with Paul, so affected us. And also, season seven of a TV series is always um, a crazy year. And it's uh, trying to figure out how to put this. It's not always there's it's there are so many people and personalities that just kind of collide and they just go mm. and everybody's off in another world sometimes or most of the time and including you know myself in trying to figure out what's the season's going to be like because I remember it being on the show, all these new uh, spelling people came in and you had to answer to more spelling people that you didn't have relationships with. Mm. And that was difficult. And also people on the show who started participating in casting who never did before and didn't really have a voice to about casting. Mm. is the most delicate way I can put it, I think. But every, you know, people who I could rely on, like Larry and Jess and you know, some and other people, it was fine. But you knew, you could feel the stress in the seventh season. Just in over, because you know, I worked over on Calvert Street and just on the sets, everything. It was different. It was a different season. Mm. Very different season. I mean, Larry, we've never really talked about what what happened with Paul. Do you want to talk about what happened? He, well, was sick? He, he got ill. He just got ill. And so, you know, he had to, you know, do more doctors, more, you know, just, it just, it takes a toll on you. And again, we're doing 32 episodes. This is the fourth straight year of doing 32 episodes. That's the equivalent of doing seven seasons in four. <laughs> right. You know, mm -hmm. so, you know, and it's a lot of storytelling, a lot of cat, you know, just everything, everything was, was, was just supersized so um yeah so it was just it was just hard it was just uh but you know looking at it now like i said it's, i'm very proud of the season we were kind of heroic in it we got through it uh no one was hurt no damaged and uh other than <laughs> me basically i just uh, well, oh, let me ask Diane, you this. did you leave on your own that season? I was just going to ask, yeah. you know, Larry, we've talked about a bunch of times about you leaving and it was kind of sudden and surprising that it happened for you. Um, but for you, Diane, this is going to be your last season. Right. Where was your mindset at this point? It was the, in the entire season I was not connecting with the head of spelling, new head of spelling casting. And it was a big problem. Mm. Was that Pat Shea we're talking about? Pam Shea, yeah. Pam Shea, yeah. Yes. And what she was asking for was very difficult to provide. And I knew that it would be my last season on the show. Mm. And 
as it got closer and closer and closer, I could feel, you know, I could feel that even more. And so I, you know, I left the same as everybody else did. Yeah, well, you all, everybody was gone at that point at the end of this. Yeah, I mean, I guess produce, the upper management viewed the writer's producer's portion of it as a dysfunctional office because mm -hmm. of what was going on. Mm -hmm. and, but despite that, we functioned, did 32, never were over, did all the stuff we had to do. And You're and, talking and again, about because fans, of Jessica and Steve, it was a defunction. Is, is that specifically yes. what made it a defunctional? I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> it was, it was, because they yeah. were executive producers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. and, and again, yeah, it's just, but, you know, I work with Steve. Steve had to be let go toward the end of the season. He just had some, he just needed some time off. He, he, yeah. Um, no, it just didn't, you know, it just didn't work. It just couldn't, you know, there was yeah. too much, too much stress at that point. Too many uh, mental health uh, absences. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some of the people that we do bring in. Um, why don't we start with Jill Novick? Because she's going to be Brandon's. We got rid of Susan Keats and now we're going to have Brandon's next girlfriend. Do you remember, is that a good place to start, Larry? Would you say that she was sure. a, big, a big part of I, that season? She's first on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Do you um, remember Jill? I remember Jill because I like Jill. I was trying to remember where I first met her. I might have met her in reading for uh, having her come in for the roles. And, I'm, you know, that would be my memory right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely always liked her and she was she was happy to be there. She was. Yeah, I think she's spoken about that, became very close with Tori and that's right. Bobby didn't know that. I think that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, Larry, what about you? Do you remember Jill and coming um, in? You know, again, the character of Tracy Galleon, you know, we were looking for something just a little bit of different uh, a feel from the Emma Keats thing, kind of, you know, you know, just someone's going to be basically a news anchor. She's going to become our news anchor. So, you know, it didn't have to be the, the sharpest knife in the, the set. Um, but, you know, just perfect. And I think she she kind of had it. She had a good quality to her, which we really liked. And uh, we're, we're thrilled with Jill. Do you like that, Diane, when Jill is enthusiastic about being a part of the show? She's a fan and all that kind of stuff. Is that, do you, at, the, at this point, is that maybe one of the joys of casting the show? Yes, because people want to be there. Right. And that makes all the difference in the world because you don't want a bored actor right. or someone who thinks the show is beneath them for some whatever reason or thinks that they should be off doing something else or, you know, mm -hmm. something else. I don't know what it would be, but, you know, well, acting or whatever. Sure. Another was, bigger show or another or, bigger show. Yes, right. exactly. And, yeah. um, because that all, you, you can pick up on that mm -hmm. when an actor's in a room and sometimes on the screen, even though you don't want to admit it. And you just kind of go, oh, I don't know about that. Because I remember watching some, some episodes mm -hmm. and thinking, hmm. I, I would think <laughs> that Jason, I was gonna say, I think Jason would have been involved in this also. In Jason this Priestley. Because he was a, you know, he was a producer at that point and, uh, the first episode, which he was introduced in, she was introduced in the first episode, which I wrote. I, uh, I don't so. know because I know that we had the whole thing. No, where, no, what kind Texas of yeah, 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 no, probably yeah. not. No, no, she must have come in the third episode or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because so Jason didn't direct that. Maybe he wasn't. Um, 
But again, she would have gone through the process with spelling. I can't remember, call it. I can't remember who the other characters were up for. Uh, maybe Diane has some information. I don't in front of me. I, um, I don't remember that we took her to air to Aaron at all because Aaron was not there that much. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. We had Jonathan Levin and Steve Tan, these other upper executive uh, guys that I, we had to deal with uh, wow. in our building. They were, they were executives in our building, you know, not a, you know, as Mr. Spelling, like she said, divested himself a little bit. Right. And there was somebody else as well. I can't remember his name, but he started, he started coming to casting sessions mm -hmm. and um, it, it was an, it was an interesting time. Interesting time. But I don't, I don't believe that we went through everything that we had to go through before. I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's move on to someone else. How about? Well, this is the big thing that happens in this season is Dalton James. Dalton James comes on to the show to be um, Mark Reese, mm -hmm. and you guys are all stoked, Larry, <laughs> right? To have Mark Reese, this new character. And suddenly there's a kissing problem and Dalton James is no longer on the show. Do you, re do you remember casting Dalton James, Diane? Very vaguely. He, he went to spelling, that much I remember. That, that yes, character went to spelling. I do remember that, he went to spelling, but I remember hearing about the kissing problem. I do remember hearing about that and I'm thinking, because when you get an actor who's gonna be in multiple episodes or whatever, you know, is a more important part. You think once you get that person, you go, ha, huh, okay, great, on to the next. And you your stop. job is done. We've come job, and that one is done. Yes, let's uh, move to the next. Then you found out your job is not done. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I have to start over? <laughs> do you have any of the details? Do you remember any of what had happened? Larry has told his version of the story. You know what? I don't. Larry, do you want to retell your version? And maybe this will help reflect. <sighs> And just you know, at this point in the series, uh, we just should, yeah, uh, at this point in the podcast. I'm sure, uh, just to be clear, I, I, I'm sure he would have been signed for like nine out of 13 or something like that. Or, or would he have had a full year deal? I can't remember at the time. Uh, we had big plans for him. He was going to be in the whole season from our point of view, but I'm not sure what his legal deal was. But let's say it was a, a, a regular, you know, guess a recurring character deal but like maybe like nine out of 12 or whatever it was but probably about six at five or six episodes in we started getting rumblings that uh you know the actors there was a problem and which i I've, i have put an umbrella title called the kissing problem because you know that's you know again our actresses and actors have to work close together and and, and pretend to be intimate and enjoy it and one of our actors was not enjoying it. One of our stars was not enjoying, you know, obviously it was, 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 was Jenny. It was I Taylor. mean, obviously the that's Kelly, the one Kelly who Taylor is working character. with this. Kelly Taylor character. And uh, anyway, we got, I remember Steve and I, I'm not sure where Jess was, she might've been there, but Steve and I answered the call, emergency call to go upstairs to Mr. Spelling's office where he sat us down and said, we had a big problem. He found out one of our actors was anti-Semitic and we had to get rid of him. We go, what? Who? Dalton James. And Steve and I are like, 
but we we know in our minds, because me, I'm so impulsive. I'm already like five scripts ahead, six scripts ahead with this character. Right. So I'm going, oh, fuck. but I'm still going. Oh my god, we're going to have to write him out, but we're going to do it. And, and we said, yes, yes, we're, we're going to we're, we're going to write him out. Yes, we're going to. And we walk out of there, and we get to the elevator. And I said, Steve, I think he just worked us. I bet that's totally untrue. He just wanted to get rid of the guy, and he just told us that. And she says, you're probably right. Yeah, but we we had to go back and rewrite this five scripts. You know. Oh my God! Uh, so that was, but again, this is what producers do. Whatever it takes, you know. So I'm not, I'm not judging this, this uh, Mr. Spelling at that point. In no. a way, that's what you know these master producers do. They just manipulate the moment. He knew if we had said anything less, we would have gone. But we're so far ahead, you can't do that. And we would have fought like Chuck, you know, because Chuck was a battler. I, I was, I like, oh, okay, I'll move on, write something else, right? Easier with it. But Chuck would have fought. And so I think he he was pre- pre- expecting a fight, so he just kind of pulled out the anti-Semitic card out of it. <laughs> especially it's because crazy. it could have said racist you know what i mean <laughs> and it really burned the kid uh which yeah. we all feel badly probably isn't but i said it's just it was just one of those things that producers do to avoid conflict and do you have any recollection of this character out no none <laughs> <laughs> this is the first i've heard of that part of i remember hearing about the kissing problem but no nothing about anything else oh, yeah so it's not something like whereas remember we talked a while back about you know, maybe casting someone and knowing like, well, I don't know how she's going to get along with Shannon or something like that, right? Back in the day, back in the day. But now it's like, was there anything like that as you moved into season seven and the actors, you kind of said it, like the actors at this point, this is the seventh season of the show. I've been doing this a very long time. You know what I mean? Yes. And we're all set in our ways in different ways, right? So was there anything like that for you then in that season? No. Well, that's good to hear. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's really good yes it was um, i don't think it was so much on the surface i i, I wouldn't think it was a problem this was just a, an intimacy problem really yeah um okay michael stoyanoff who is from blossom and does have a lot of scenes with jenny and has told us it was wonderful he had a wonderful experience working with her so um what do you what is your memories of michael stoyanoff i pre-read him I had never seen him on Blossom, but his agent, you know. I it's a huge him. show, Diane. What? <laughs> He's a big character on that huge I show. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 I see, he said, do you, you know, you, if you don't know him, come in, come in, come in. I, you know what? And I didn't know him on Blossom. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's great that character. he came in. That's great. Um, He's wonderful he part, by the way. He's a wonderful actor. Yeah. It was a wonderful, wonderful actor. And when I met him, it was just sitting and reading with him. I'm looking at him thinking, oh my God. This is really great where you just know that somebody can do this job mm. and it was meant to be. And I, that was my belief in Michael. Wow. And it, it happened multiple times over the series, but he was just like, wow. And again, it's like Titus Welliver. I loved Michael's face. Yeah. I just loved his face. And there was just something about him, including the, the reading that he did, and that I just thought, oh yeah, this is him. Yeah, he was very brave too. Yes. What about Maya Campbell? Did you, uh, I wanted to ask about that. Do you remember her at all? She was in the first episode of season seven, and we brought her back later on. You know what? Just very, very brief, short. I think um, I remember she was a really nice girl, real nice girl, nice actress. Yeah, we've been trying to find her. She's 
she's had a rough she's had a rough time she's been on the streets she's been in and out of rehabs and you know wow. back That's on the streets reading, yes. and we can't find her you know yeah we would love to have her she's her work is great in this so mm. uh okay joseph or joey G, joey, joey gian <laughs> what was your eyes you think he's sinatra <laughs> you know what yes and i'm trying to remember where i met him i mean it has to be something fun he seems like such a fun character actor i was in the room when we cast him because it was my character i i loved him he just had that particularly oozing schmarmy quality <laughs> <laughs> but he's a sweet guy a yeah. real sweet guy it's um and i i liked him again as an actor it's once once i decide that i do like somebody and i want to bring him in that's it for them and it's okay let's get try and see who gets the role whoever gets the role then i make the deal and then he's off <laughs> he or she is off doing the job yay great it's over moving on to the next but joey gian he was cute he you know exactly what larry just described <laughs> yeah i mean you know he plays the old you know the married guy for valerie it's a yeah. a really uh, interesting character he's kind of the junior uh cpa in jim's office and uh, valerie was a hook and hooking up with him and you know, we have some fun with that. Again, you know, we're looking for story because we're doing 32 episodes. And so yeah. we yeah. let Valerie go down that route with, you know, having an affair with a married man and all the, and, you know, we had, you know, we all could write that from experience. We've all, <laughs> you know, took a long time to mature. So there was a lot of uh, good stuff in there. And he was the perfect guy for that kind of I know. <laughs> we can't get him on the podcast. Literally, he liked his singing on cruise ships, I think. I think he is doing that, and he will not come on our podcast to revisit this. It's bizarre. Oh All right, there's a whole group of people here we should talk about. Yeah. Uh, J. Tre Trevor Edmund. Yes, Trevor Edmund. Trevor Edmund. Sorry, I don't know what the J is. Uh, but Trevor Edmund is somebody... Trevor Edmund is the one that holds up the the TV station. Yeah, he holds it hostage. He's a bad guy. He's, he's a, yeah. a heel. Yeah. Do, and Trevor Edmund was somebody that you had told us, Diane, I think that read for Dylan. Probably, yes. On that, he was on that list. Yeah. But so so you, for all those seasons, you kept him in, in, in your on your radar for something. Because there was something, I mean, I liked him as an actor. And you're not always right for everything. Right. And so he wasn't obvious. So why not mm -hmm. for the world? I think Trevor Edmund went on to date Tori Spelling as well. Ah, I did not know that. I'm pretty sure that that was a early that was, Tinder. That was a long, <laughs> long relationship. I think she was, he was, I've seen videos of them like at events. Oh, I'm pretty sure that, that I'm pretty sure that happened. When you find that out, Diane, that Tori is dating Trevor Edmund or Jason's dating Christina Lee's or what, whatever, like what? How does I mean? I don't know if it's specific like each couple, but how does that make you feel? Like you kind of put them together. You played a Cupid role in this, in 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 a, in a way. In a way, and it has happened many times, multiple times, <laughs> and I just kind of go, "Oh, really? Huh? That's interesting." Well, was there last? Was there, exactly? Was there ever a time we were like, "I would not have casted that event <laughs> 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 together"? You know, I have never ever thought about that. <laughs> yeah. so it's just fun. part of the profession, really. You know, you spend, yeah, all, this, you spend all this time with someone you really wind up, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, falling in love with them. You want to have happens. that chemistry. 
Yeah. And I think maybe that's such a, that's a part of what I find so important about an actor as a human being. Mm. uh, What I've talked about before. So they're a decent person. You want to have that person around. Do I want this person on the set? Right. You know, they fit in. Okay. um, Kane Pakoy. Kane Pakoy, I remember his face. I remember bringing him in um, on another show and more than once. I think I brought him in on 90210. Hmm. Past that, my memory shot. He was good. You know, again, it was uh, interesting with Kane because he was tall. Usually we weren't allowed to cast tall guys. It's just it was an unwritten rule. Unless they're unless they're up against Steve, uh, I I am. yeah. But uh, this way we were going to use it to our advantage because he was going to become uh you know we we knew we were going to go with that one. It was Valerie's boyfriend from Buffalo? There was an actor that we all really liked and we wanted him, and for and I had brought him in several times and you always really liked him, and Mr. Spelling said he's too tall. David <laughs> Boreanaz. David Boreanaz. Um, David was one of them. One of them. I did. Ivan Sergey, I think. Oh, absolutely. He came in for everything. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was always too tall. Yeah. And I try to explain this to actors, friends of mine. I say, sometimes it works in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, you're blonde. It doesn't work in your favor. You know, it's just, it's a little bit of a numbers game. You just got to. So, okay. When this actor comes in all the time and you know he's too tall, is there a point when you're like, we're just not going to see him anymore? or, Or maybe he would be okay for it? For me, for yeah. my point of view, yes. You you just keep, you know, as long as there's a slot that you can put him in in the casting session. Yeah. Oh yeah, let me, you know, because people like. But him. Larry, like, when you, well, I remember Boreanaz definitely. There's, uh, oh. we saw him so many times. And he became a pretty big star. He was starting Bones. He did. And I always liked him, but it was just never going to happen because we just couldn't find the right role. So you would be sitting in the room, and you were you're an actor yourself, Larry. You've been in things. You're so dead you in the minute you walk in the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just happens that way sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you try to be kind. I mean, we had a very kind room. We always were very yes. professional there. Paul and Diane set a good damn mood there. And you just you just go through it and you be polite and then move on. But you just know they have no chance. Someone I want to ask about is Catherine Kendall, who's a friend here and I've hung out with and she's great. And she was in Swingers and um, has done so much stuff. She's in a new movie right now, uh, Larry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she's it's about what had happened with Harvey Weinstein and all that. Oh, yeah, she's part of the part of the Harvey Weinstein, you know, lawsuit. Yes. And uh so I'm curious about Catherine Kendall. If you recall meeting her and I remember meeting her specifics, I don't, unfortunately, and I'm sorry about that, but I do remember meeting her and liking her very yeah, much. Very, very vivacious. In my, yeah. In my head right now. She's a lovely person too. Um, okay, how about Greg Vaughn. Oh, Greg Vaughn, yeah. He was the fireman. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Tori may have dated him as well. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm just, I just made that up. He was coming off of soap operas. Yes, he, he was. But he he was, um, there was something about him. That... Yeah, I, th- I think he might have been a jeans model too. I mean, I know the other guy we had was a jeans model. Um, Jason? Uh, Jason Lewis yeah, Jason. was definitely Jason. Yeah, we love Jason. Oh. He was perfect, yeah. we thought. And I, I, that was a sad time. I don't want to jump ahead in that, Pete, but that was season seven. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a bad moment for me. 
Okay, so let's talk about that. Why was that? Why was Jason Lewis a bad moment for you? Bad moment because at like six in the morning, I got a call to come to the set that there was a problem, that it was a, another kissing problem. Wow. Uh, and uh, we had to let go of an actor, which we had invested in and we thought was terrific. And uh, someone else questioned his ability. And, uh, you know, just weren't going to go, they weren't going to go on with them. They basically, everyone was swinging their, swinging their stick at that point. Can I say who? Because obviously, well, obviously, obviously it's it Tiffany. Tiffany Emerson. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't come on the show. So at this point, it's like very upset. You know, sometimes when you do multiple story episodes, actors start saying, hey, I'm in the C story. I, I want to be in the A story, not the B story and right. the C story or the D story. I'm in the runners. Um, but for whatever <laughs> reason, you know, we thought he was so charming. And look, Time has won out on him. He played the exact same character on Sex and the City. The exact yes. same character yes. with the exact same thespian chops, okay? It was just charming. He just was a good-looking guy. You liked him. He was authentic. Yes. Uh, and what, what, what do you remember love, about Jason Lewis, uh, Diane? I love Jason Lewis. He, I had brought him in for several things as pre-reads for me, but and he was out of New York because he was, he was a model and he was doing other acting things. And I think he, I can't remember if he did anything on a soap or not, but he's just a great guy, mm. a great human being. And you sit and you chat with him. And I remembered that about him. And he, he's very, you could work with him. You could have him do things and make changes, but he's... See, I, I didn't know the story about that. Yeah, it was an unfortunate story. Because again, he, he fulfilled a lot of what we wanted. He was like a hopeful yeah. coming to Hollywood from the Midwest. Yep. You don't have to be so polished. And, and there, was a, there was a genuineness about him, yes. uh, an honesty about him. And, and again, we put him with the master manipulator character of Valerie. And it was, it was going to be a fun, a fun uh, rompy thing. And uh, we had to kind of abort it about maybe two thirds of the way through. We could have gone through, but you know, just that's the way it went. At that year, again, everyone was really uh, testing their power and their, you know, and just that's what happened. You know, no, no judgment now because I'm grateful for everything we did. It's all great. Right. Yeah. Not, uh, but yeah, that's that was the 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 inner baseball of it, though. Yeah, that's, that was a bad day. And we had to then write that character out. And, you know, the only validating thing for me, as my life is, is that he played this exact same character the same way on Sex yeah. and the City and everyone loved him. Yeah. yeah. Loved him. Uh, Dan, even I bet Tiffany loved him when she watched it, the show. Oh, I'm sure she does. We should have yeah. got a guy like that. Yeah, he was on the show, right? Yeah. I mean, actually, I just was watching uh, an old an old show that Kathleen did called The Business with IFC, and Jason Lewis was in that too. Mm -hmm. So he 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 he's a working actor. He's a, he's yeah, fantastic. Well, part of a great franchise, and he's in. Yeah. Um, okay. How about Dan? G how do you say it, Larry? Gauthier. Gauthier. Oh, Dan Gauthier. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had brought him in for a couple of other roles, I think, mm. over the seasons. And tall you know, actor. he's attractive. He was a, what? A tall actor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but against the IM, we could do that. It was acceptable. You know, we didn't right. have to. And you get to the point where you're, you, when the show's been on for seven years, you've used a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he's tall. I'm bringing him in. <laughs> Tell him to wear flip flops or something. Mm. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay, how about um, wait, I just saw someone's name that I wanted. To, oh, oh, Michelle Phillips. 
Yes, Michelle Phillips. Michelle Phillips gets cast as Valerie's mom. Yes. Tell me how that came came to be. Um, the agent called me and said, what about Michelle Phillips? Because she's acted some, you know. And I said, Because well, the breakdown know. goes down to the agencies of the part. So they responded. Yeah. Yeah. And so somebody calls you, his, her agent calls you and says, what about Michelle Phillips for this? Yeah. Yeah. The agent from, you know, covers the show or might be her personal agent and says, what, and I said, Michelle Phillips, mama, papa's and papa's Michelle Phillips. Yeah. She actually you know. And I go, yes, I know that. But Michelle Phillips wants to be on 90210. Seriously. <laughs> then we heard that we were there. We was yeah, like, oh exactly. my God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was, that was uh, that, great. That was, you know, having rock and roll history on the show, that was like, that's out. Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah, we were all Perfect. about that. You know, yeah, that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in season seven, also, Larry, we pointed out that June Lockhart was cast as um, Donna's grandmother. Is that right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Was we did Donna the ripe young age, and she was in that. Yes. Yeah. Good luck her. Wow. Classic of all television. She passed wow. this year, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, we almost had her. Didn't we almost get her? To I know. And she, yeah, exactly. She's she, passed, Larry? I'm not sure she has. She's just shut no, don't down. Write, don't write her. Don't yeah, kill you're her right. off. Sorry, you're right. Sorry. She's not right. No, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but someone, someone who yeah. didn't we have, we should just mention. You Writers have, always you want to kill the person off. <laughs> no, she's still with us. She's still with us. She's 97, Larry. Yes. Yule Hauser. Yule Hauser, I wanted to ask you about. Remember we had we got Ewell Hauser, who was a friend of Jason. Yes. That was so cool. <laughs> He's a local celebrity. Fun? Yeah. Greatest and, guy. Yeah. The other one I wanted to ask you about, someone I had used in the 80s, I always thought she was great, was Julie Payne, was a recurring character for us. Yes. The great Julie. She played uh, Professor Arnold's secretary. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't ask about that. The yeah. Great Julie Payne. We also had Carrie Strug this year. I really oh, well, well, hold yeah. up. You're saying a lot of things. Let's go. Let's go yeah, back to so June Lock, June Lockhart. Oh my God. Do you remember? Oh, I love Lassie. Yes, she did. She played the mom and Lassie, and yeah. I had done about ten years before nine oh two oh no. I had done a pilot that I met every older actor who was still living, and June was became a. Um, a series regular it didn't go past the pilot oh, yeah. which is a real shame it was um jeff harris do you remember him larry jed jed harris jed no harris? jeff harris he the, he's the writer producer uh different oh stories. yes of course okay. yeah yeah yes. yeah it was his show he he wrote it and it was all about a retirement community that was five minutes from everything and that was the name of it and June Lockhart was one of the regulars. Uh, so and it was like early Golden Girls before Golden exactly, Girls. Exactly, yes. And it was, oh man, she was one of the nicest people I've ever met. I took a script to her house one night and because it was so late. And so she wasn't that far from me. So I took it to her and she was there. She goes, oh, come on in and come have, come have a cup of coffee with me or tea. Or tea she or seems something. like that she would be that type. And that's the way she was. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm sitting here with you Lockhart talking to her, you know, that yep. kind of a thing. Yep. So that's another name, you know, oh, really? Okay, let's get her here now. That's awesome though. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were she's thrilled. lovely we were in it too. Well, yeah. yeah, we heard that. There was no cast. Yeah, of course. That's fantastic. also Dom DeLuise is in this. Another like legend. He's in this season, right? He's the magician, sort of. Yes. 
He's, yeah, he's, but he wasn't he a friend of someone's, Larry? Well, I would think it would be Aaron. I Maybe. don't. Even, I don't. What magician? I'm confused. Um, the magic ma magician. Yeah, like like. Oh, I'm, later on he goes. Yeah, doesn't Jason pr yeah, the Brandon right. go get Brandon goes and gets yeah. this magic wand for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. why he did that. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I think it was Duke. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe. Say Duke, I think you might be right No, it definitely was Duke. It was definitely Duke. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, it was Duke. Um, you totally blanked out about the whole magician thing. I did, but now once you said it, I, once you said where it was in the series, because some episodes we haven't seen yet, and I just don't yeah. remember them. Oh, we have to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah, I we don't... should. Ruth Livier was another one. I was going to say Ruth Livier. She's such a good actress. And she's another one of the actresses that I had met when I on previous shows and even I believe when I was an assistant even even though she's she's young as well and I just I just liked her you wanted her to be around mm. wanted, and she'd be a good addition to the set yeah she's been on the show she's been lovely and uh, she's got a really big career going on for herself too she's That's but yeah it's just she gave it a nice little uh tone you know yeah. In, in the Kelly Taylor world with her with her father and a half sister, you know, again, we were needed to create story because we're doing so many episodes. So you got to keep mining, you know, family, you got to vertically integrate the characters into themselves, you know, to find where story is. Right. Natalia Sigaludia? Sigaludi? Sigaludi? Yeah. Get it? Yes. Yes. I, um, I've seen, I, I am so sorry to say, I don't. She plays a a singer yeah, songwriter. She plays a singer. David's oh. producing. Yeah, and I actually, my brother and I wrote the song she does. Uh, I don't Very remember lovely. much about it. I, I I think so. I mean, I remember being in the casting for it. She's Isn't not, this is the one that we cast in, a, in, a, in a bra? Casting. She's in a bra when when uh, when David when Donna yeah. comes to the door. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. It happens. You know, nothing I'm proud of, but it's all right. Natalia. Okay. Uh, Carrie Strug does. Yeah, Carrie Strug does become a part uh, of this. Tell me about Carrie Strug. Carrie Strug was with the same management company that Steve Young was, <laughs> and I had become friends with uh, one of the people there. And well, you got to find something for Carrie Strug. I said, Carrie Strug, that Carrie Strug. We're like, oh yeah, she do the show, oh, of course, and yeah. You know yeah, I mean, I'm sure Diane called us up and so we said, yeah, yeah we'll write yeah, something for it. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we did. It was just very simple, you know, because yeah. again, at that point, we, you know, culturally, we, we liked, you know, being culturally on the map on things. And she was what was happening at the point. She totally. came off the Olympics, I'm sure. Yeah. Not quite sure what would be 90, yeah, 96 Olympics or whatever. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it was kind of fun. We did that a lot. And we were, you know, able to accommodate. It wasn't a particularly taxing part. I think she has one line, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Yeah, she was she was so happy to do that role. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, yeah, herself. I got, I got her autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Smith. Allison Smith, I can remember a uh, redhead pretty yeah. girl. Yeah, yes. yeah. She went on and did the West Wing and and yes. a, a lot of great a lot of great guests. Yes. Um, West Wing, yes. Yes, she was. Yeah. I have to ask, what did she play for us? I don't recall her. We had her on the podcast, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank she you. She is the girl that uh, I think is having a marriage problem. Oh, and, yeah. The one, yeah. Or, yeah, the one yeah. That we do with Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Okay. She was really good. Yeah. Luther that. Vandross is on this season. Would that be you guys or would that be you, Diane, that gets Luther Vandross? It was not. It What was his name? Ken? Ken, Ken Miller. Miller. I was going to say Ken Miller would have made oh, yes. those deals. You know, Ken was our music guy. And then I always got the call from him that I had to finalize the deal and right. do all that stuff. Yes. So that's yes. what I did. And I, you know, always went to the set and had them sign the contracts because they came from our office and just for, for time. And I remember Lu Luther Vandross was at Calvert. Oh. And there was a trailer. Because he did After Dark stuff. He did, yeah. he was, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. Valentine show, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. but he like acted, like he was in the scene. Like he, he was, he, I think he loved 90210, I'm pretty sure. He was so happy to be there. Because I went to say hello to him and make sure he had everything that he wanted. And, right. he, and we had a, con a really nice conversation. But he, yes, he did. He loved the show. And he was, he, he just was beaming. He said, I'm so glad to be doing this. It's so much fun. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's awesome. That's very <laughs> awesome. That was cool for, it was cool for us. I mean, he was a big star. Yeah. This yeah. actor, Corin Nemec, who was... Larry, he was um, John Riley's. He's he, he yeah, worked for Kelly Taylor's father and scams of Valerie. Scams Valerie, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. Any memories, Diane? Of course, uh, yeah. well, well, he had come off a big show, too, yeah, exactly. yeah. And what, what, what was the show that he came off? Parker Lewis, Parker Lewis. Lewis. I was gonna say, he was Parker Lewis, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And everybody, you know, we all knew his name. And, oh, what do you mean he's available? Okay, great. Yay. So you go and you bring him up. And, oh, really? He'll come do the show? Sure. Yeah, that's how we felt. You know, we, we, yeah. you know. What about this Grayson McCouch? We didn't talk about him. Do you remember him at all? Grayson McCouch? He did a one for He played the Phantom of the CU. We can't find him either. He's difficult to find. It's oddly, like like the Phantom. I, I, I don't even recognize his name at all, but he's really good in this thing. I always he? loved his name. Grayson, right? I, his name. I don't remember him at all. Um, well, he was supposed to come on the podcast, but then he disappeared. Yeah. So sorry. I think Steve would have done the casting on that because that was his episode. Okay. I don't have many more names, but looking back on season seven as it was coming to an end for you, Diane, that must have been a a transition for your life you know you were working on this show for all these years and what was it like to say goodbye to the series and this world um you just walked away or i did and i knew that i could talk to any you know any of the producers at the same time but you i needed a cooling off time because it was so intense, constantly so intense. And you need to sleep. So I took everything from my office. Got your diploma. That's oh, upside down, Larry. It's upside down. You're, you're like holding the belt upside down. In oh, WWE. sorry. It's the belt up. Don't ever call it the belt, Pete. It's sorry. This will come down on you if you use the word belt. Sorry. Not like the word belt. The championship. Not use the word belt. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, go ahead, uh, Diane. I'm sorry. No, you just go on and you figure out what you want to do next. And you call, you take some time and you call people and say, so I'm not doing the show anymore. What? Why not? You know, I got mm -hmm. a lot of that. And, you know, I sometimes 
to close friends, I'd say things, but others, I said, eh, I'm just not doing it. Other people, I did get calls from other people who were very happy to know that I was not doing the show anymore, mm. um, which I found, okay, great. That's, that's all part of it as well. They were happy you weren't doing the show? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because they didn't, they didn't care for how I did oh. things sometimes as far as I would be blunt oh. with feedback sometimes and they didn't like that oh and i blunt but as kind as i could be and if they're you know exactly and you do the best you can and also there were people who didn't like deals that i made because they didn't think that i was generous enough hmm. yes like it was your like it was your money <laughs> exactly it wasn't <laughs> So there are a lot of little things and, it, well, and that part was interesting. So, you know, you just take some time and then you start to say, Hey, you know, I'm ready to go back to work if you know of anything. And at some point somebody hires you. <laughs> and did you, what did you do after 90210? Did you do a show? After, after? Yes. After 90210, I got a call from, uh, he, he uh, his name just went right out of my head from an agent that who I used to know. And he was working at, a, he was currently working at a production company that was working with Jerry Bruckheimer and Jonathan, Jonathan Levin. Littman. Oh, yeah. Jonathan, oh, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Levin was a producer over at the Bruckheimer place at that oh. time. Oh. And so Rob, yeah, Rob said, you know, Jonathan, he said, I heard about you not being on 90210 anymore. He goes, I don't understand it, but we have a show. Come do this show for us. Mm. And, um, and then Jonathan, Jonathan Levin did the, said the same thing to me. And he said, oh, I'm, I was so happy to see that you were available and you can come work for us. So I think that's really great. And they just gave me the job. I didn't have to meet anybody because I knew the two of them, which I thought mm. was really, really nice. And yeah. I did that show. It was... Um, uh, it, pre, it was one of his shows on cable. It was pre-CSI. Okay. Well, what show was it? Um, I'm Soldier of Fortune. And it was just a crazy show. Dennis Rodman was on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that wow. was interesting. And um, the actor who played Miranda's husband in Sex and the City was a regular. Mm. And uh, the lead actor was someone who had had... I don't know that he'd had series before. I'm trying to remember his name. He's passed away this year. He's a younger, attractive guy. He was in, oh, there was, it was a movie act that was actually shot here because there, it used to be an Air Force base out just outside oh. of town. And there mm. was the longest runway in the world. And so Steven Spielberg shot a movie up here. But I unfortunately can't remember his name. So I did that for three years. You know, you I think you're thinking of Jonathan Littman, not Jonathan Levin. Jonathan Littman, because he became Bruckheimer's partner. Okay. Jonathan Levin stayed at the spelling company after letting me go and, and basically you go. He yeah. stayed there for the <laughs> so operation. So Jonathan Littman, um, he had like a big head. <laughs> he had been at, at, was he at Fox? Yes. Yes. He okay, was the Fox is, executive okay. on the show. I am wrong. I apologize. Okay, there you no, go. I, I was just thinking about it. No, I just knew it had to be Litman because Levin was still a spelling man. Okay. Well, thank you for correcting me. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Well, look, this was season seven. It was a difficult season, but still a very memorable one. I think we, even some of the names that we talked about here, there was a lot of people and episodes that we can recall. So you still did a really wonderful job with the casting of the show, despite whatever challenges you guys were thrown. Well, you know, Pete, when I went through the cast list at, in order, there's a remarkable drop-off of guest star roles later on in the season. Like we don't really have any other, we, we yeah. everything was just brought inside. Like we were told don't spend the money or something. I can't remember why, but there's just not the usual amount of uh, other parts we were casting. Maybe just, we were just wearing down and we're just writing tighter uh, as we, as we geared down, we were just turning everything inside because we knew it was the end for the characters. So sure. all, well, the, I mean, they were also all the stories were about their relationships. They were graduating college too. So there was that aspect. Yeah. And, of and the, we also brought in all the recurring characters from the past, like, you know, sure. like John Riley and everyone else. And yeah. Know, yeah, so that was happening too. It was just an interesting phenomenon. I just noticed. Yeah. Um, All right, this is great, guys. Uh, well, Diane, we'll be back maybe next week to do season three, and then we're going to do some fan stuff with you, which will be—I know you can't wait for. So, <laughs> great. Um, I'm very curious. Yeah. Well, they have—they are all in with the on the Diane Young train, so it's exciting. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. All right, you guys. This is great. Thank you. See you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.